activate. Are you ready? AI Nexus Hey Newton, how are you doing today, buddy? Going okay, Elias. Uh, the sun is out, the weather is warm, no rain today. So yeah, this doesn't happen often, so I would say it's a fantastic day. How about you? I can actually say the same, except the sun's not quite out just yet where I'm at here across the pond. So, But everything is looking like a great start of the day, Newton. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, yeah, very first podcast. Yeah, excited about this. Uh, I'm elated. I can't wait to get started. But why don't we go ahead and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about ourselves, Newton. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Oh, yeah, good idea. Um, well, the boring stuff. The name is Newton, ex-software engineer, ex-DevOps, former IT problem manager, and now I share my experience working as an IT consultant and the product owner for a company here in London, which builds mobile and web applications, all augmented by artificial intelligence. And that's me in a nutshell. Elias, over to you. Awesome. Awesome. I love it, Newton. Yeah. So a little about me is I obviously am across the pond from you. So I am a Atlanta, Georgia native myself. And I am a, uh, I work with uh, PropTech and Web3 specifically, and basically a, uh, helping real estate agents buy and sell on the blockchain real estate. So it's kind of exciting stuff to be on the forefront. So, yeah, it really so. does sound exciting. Um, just out of curiosity, when are we expecting a Web4? <laughs> Anytime soon? Uh, who, who, who knows? We're we're barely get, we're barely pushing into Web three right now, so I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> yeah, could mean, but but good and bad for us. Oh, and this kind of reminds me of you know the nightmare I had um, just the other day. You know about this whole artificial intelligence um, craze. Well, hopefully it's not another one of those Terminator-type stories, right? <laughs> no, I, I, this one is quite different. Again, just one of those dreams you just can't wait to forget, you know. Uh, in the dream, something really bad had happened to our planet. There was dead silence everywhere. It looked like um, a post-apocalyptic civilization. And everywhere I looked, I could see not machines, not robots, but long lines of humans working the menial jobs, all looking terrified, you know, as if controlled by some invincible force. And indeed they were, you know. Um, artificial intelligence had, uh, in the dream, clearly found a way to control the human race by uh, transcending the physical realm, 
into a metaphysical one, a spiritual realm, if you will. And I, I bet you no one was expecting a spiritual general intelligence. You know, today, oh, wow. we, yeah, today we, you know, we each have our own theories on what the singularity would mean to us. But I bet you uh, being hunted by some form of ghost AI is the last thing anyone expects. It was a crazy dream, man, a crazy and concerning dream all at the same time. I, 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 would, I would imagine so. I mean, that, that's, that's completely crazy. I mean, well, I'm kind of curious now. You've piqued my interest. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? I think many fail to realize, you know, that if AI were to bring about the end of the world as we know it, it wouldn't be anything like the movies or anything that we, 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 we can possibly um, cook up at the moment. You know, this is a super intelligent entity we're talking about here, um, a first of its kind. And its takeover of the world would be in a super intelligent way, a way we cannot even fathom right now. Just, um, just think about it, Elias. You know, when we humans, um, for example, when we come up with contingency plans to mitigate the failure of some project with our rudimentary brains, we are able to come up with one, maybe two, or a maximum of three scenarios in which um, the project might fail, right? And then we take proactive actions to prevent that from happening. Artificial intelligence will be able to come up with over a thousand scenarios in which its takeover plan might fail, and it will close up every single one of them before actually striking. You know, hmm. it will only attack us when it's absolutely sure its plan will not fail. We won't stand a chance, man. Wow. Wow, that seems, that seems kind of bleak, don't you think? Yeah, but the funny thing is, you know, we humans, unintentionally, we have already laid out the groundwork for an easy AI takeover. Almost every household today has some form of... um electromagnetic radiation permeating every human and object in it, be it from the routers or switches we use for Wi-Fi or mobile phones, televisions, radios, you name them. And outside, there are these cell towers taking the radiation even further. And thanks to Starlink and other satellite internet systems to follow, electromagnetic radiation will be able to reach every single living thing on the planet in no time. So in that, in that scenario, all an artificially intelligent system has to do, and I sincerely hope no AI is listening to this, <laughs> all an AI system has to do is to figure out the precise radiation frequency and intensity that can destroy every cell in a living organism by ionizing the atoms in its cells, you know, stripping them of all their electrons such that the organism gets destroyed from the inside out. And then the mass extermination of the human race will be as easy as hitting the enter key on a keyboard somewhere. And the entire planet will go dead silent, you know, all living things gone in under five seconds. We, oh. we, 
yeah, we, we wouldn't even have the time, you know, we wouldn't even know what he does. You know, we wouldn't even have the time to, uh, you know, regroup and form a resistance as you see in the movies. You know, there will be no Brad Pitt or some A-list hero jumping in to lead the resistance with some miracle vaccine. It will be an AI apocalypse executed in a super intelligent manner, as it should. So Elias' artificial intelligence may just be the very last the very last mistake we ever make. And I mean that, you know? Wow. Wow. That's uh, some dream that, uh, and, some, and some outlook there, Newton. I mean, wow. I, I mean, it kind of makes me look towards the leaders of, uh, the, the, of, of AI right now to, to see what's going on. I mean, I know we've got, well, we've got Elon Musk and we've got, you know, Sam Altman. You know, I know Elon yeah. Musk, he's a, he's, he's a very vocal advocate for AI research. And, you know, you said that AI is the most important technology of our time. And it's got some of the potential to solve some of the world's biggest problems. And, I mean, you know, uh, for the, the listeners that don't know or aren't aware, um, y'all have heard of ChatGPT. Well, that's OpenAI's uh, large language model, AI. And uh, Elon Musk was actually a co-founder of, of OpenAI, which is a nonprofit research company. And, yeah, for a short while. Oh, yeah. And he's also right now the CEO of Neuralink, and they're trying to develop a, a brain-computer interface, which will be definitely interesting to see if that kind of marries into some of this AI stuff. But yeah. it's, it's going to be really interesting to see. And I know that... Um, you know, he, he Musk has been a, a very vocal proponent of AI and AI research, Newton. Um, true, true. And, you know, speaking about Neuralink, I think they recently just got approved to perform tests on humans. Um, since the company was um, founded, they have been testing on animals, uh, as far as I know. But, um, yeah, the testing has, uh, has moved on now to humans. And as you said, um, you're right. Elon Musk has, you know, he's always called for AI regulation. Um, even in the interview he had recently the other week, was it last week, um, you know, in the Wall Street Journal summit, right? You know, he once again um, reminded everyone, you know, of the potential risks of AI taking over control of humanity. I'm happy he kind of made that clear. It's about, it might not be the end of humanity. It might just be a control of humanity, very much like the dream I had. Elon must have realized, and he must have had a lot of time to think about this, especially after um, leaving OpenAI to be run by, you know, the park that's been run by now. I think we're going to speak about th that later on because uh, that could be an entire episode since OpenAI went to Microsoft. Um, it raised um, completely different concerns. Anyway, um, I think uh, Elon must have realized that the only way to fight artificial intelligence is with artificial intelligence, right? Uh, and he just couldn't sit by and watch um, other trailblazers take the world um, with them in whichever direction they please. Um, I think that's the reason why he re-entered the AI race, you know, with his new company, right? X.AI. Anyway, the Tesla cars have always been AI enhanced, so 
give that that. And that's actually a strong AI, fairly strong, not the strongest AI, because we're still far away from AGI. But Tesla cars should be about one of the most advanced artificial intelligence systems we have in the world today. So yes, before XAI, we can say Elon Musk has been dabbling in AI systems for for some time. So uh, I just want to believe um, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, we should probably um, listen to him, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, and he's one of, he signed on, um, there was this petition, right? Calling for a, a pause of yeah. a moratorium on training AI systems. Um, I, I think he was one of the, the co-signers. Yeah, he's like one of like a thousand. And I know that... I went in there to sign as well, but I think the number was way above 30,000 when I got there. Yeah. I, well, I, well, I know that, um, I don't know, I think the, the, the cat's out of the bag on this one, but I mean, I know that after listening to uh, the CEO of OpenAI, actually, uh, Sam Altman, he yeah. was, uh, was it the week before last, he was testifying to Congress you know, that AI is a powerful tool that can be used for good or for bad. And, you know, Sam warns that AI could be used to create deep fakes, which are video and audio recordings that have been manipulated to look or sound like someone saying or doing something that they never did. You know, and he also is telling Congress. Yeah. And he's also, you know, kind of telling Congress, you know, to AI could be used to automate jobs, which could lead to job displacement, which is always as of late been a more prevalent conversation and you know he's also telling congress that we need to regulate ai to make sure it's used responsibly and altman also called for the creation of a new government agency to regulate that ai saying that the agency should be used for you know to make sure that they're like responsible standards for the development of ai but I don't know. Like, I think once the AI, it's, I think we're kind of already beyond that at this point. But um, I definitely see this being transformative for the tech industry, you know, but I digress. Uh, I No, I completely agree. Um, also, you know, some before Congress, I didn't watch the entire thing, um, but I watched um, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, try to piece things together. But but honestly, Elias, uh, uh, I don't know. The whole thing just seemed like, the, it seemed like a show, you know, a show which wasn't really going anywhere anytime soon. It was all sprinkled with some irony and comedy. I mean, here you have the AI corporations acknowledging the wildfire they had just ignited right and publicly asking the government to help control it and mitigate risks to humans and what does the government do it turns around and asks the corporations to teach it just how to do that and yeah. even when even when offer the role to lead the control efforts i believe some politely declined mentioning you know he prefers his current job and for clarity, for anyone listening, uh, that means the job of throwing more wood into the fire. I mean, does anyone see the circus here? I mean, I, I do respect Sam Altman uh, for the job he's done so far. But then I just fail to see a lot of practical solutions being listed, 
you know, things that should be done, let's say tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., what is the first thing um, that, that's going to be tackled? That kind of pragmatic approach is completely missing. I know it was more like um, coming out to declare this technology is risky and it must be regulated, right? But then he did make a good point um, letting everyone know that AI is not necessarily ideal for performing jobs, okay, but rather tasks. You know, by using artificial intelligence to perform tasks, then workers can perform their jobs better. Um, no doubt some jobs will be completely automated and some people would end up jobless. But there's, there's, there's some area there where, I mean, if you really know what you're doing, you know how to upskill and reskill where you have to, um, you can actually steer this um, the right way in your favor. So I'm happy oh, yeah. he laid that out there for everyone. Oh, yeah. And I definitely, I, I see this as a telling sign of what's to come in tech. I, you know, everybody seems to have their own iteration of what they're doing in the AI space or whether it's not an AI at this exact moment, they may be, it's on their radar to be able to kind of come up to a lot of tech companies, SaaS companies are particularly starting to get into the race as well. So it kind of looks, you know, like right now we've got you know, Microsoft, which is now, op which is OpenAI's GPT. You know, we've got Google that's entered the race with, you know, their Google Did Bard. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we've, it, it looks kind of like we're starting to get into like a, a battle of a language model, you know, um, oh, yeah. and, and, and we could sit there and I mean, that, that might be episode two. We, we really d dig deep into the battle of the language models and, and what that really looks like. Um, but, but Newton, I, 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 my, I'm, I'm just reeling still from that dream that you had and just all of this, this is, <laughs> is I mean, it's, 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 it's scary stuff, Newton. I mean, I just, you know, you're talking about the singularity where you're talking about just all this potential technology and just where it could go. I mean, the listeners have to be thinking, oh, goodness, let me let me put the tinfoil hat on. Let me lock the doors and disconnect from the Internet and go off grid right quick before the attack. Right. <laughs> Funny enough, um, Elias, you yourself, you circled back to um, the same topics I brought up in the dream, you know, by calling it. Uh, I haven't heard this before, battle of the models, but I, I like the way you phrased it. You know, when you're talking about battles, then, you know, we're looking at an Amargadon. Then we're looking at, you know, possible apocalyptic crisis that will impact civilization. But again, it's not all dark and gloomy, um, but it's something that we should be concerned about, you know. And as I'm, I'm happy we have this podcast and um, I'm glad we're going to have, I'm sure we currently have over a million listeners tuned in listening, right? Um, I'm <laughs> sure we're gonna we're gonna have many more tuning in, but then we we will be tackling this um, these topics um, on artificial intelligence. We will be shining a light on the potential risks artificial intelligence could spell for humanity, and we will um, be discussing practical measures that anyone anywhere can start taking right away to guarantee um, uh, that they are safe first of all. And then they they can also end their living somehow. 
So yes, we will be tackling that and more on these episodes that we will be having going forward. Any last words, um, Elias, while we wrap this up? Yeah, of course. No, Newton, I, I, the the past uh, half hour or so seems to have just rushed by. And to all those listeners that are listening to our very first episode, we appreciate every single one of you that are taking the time to listen to our uh, very rough cut of our first episode. So history in the books right here. We're going to be like 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 Newton said. We're going to be deep diving into all sorts of topics in regards to AI. You know, as we said, AI is a powerful tool and technology with the potential to do a lot of good for the world. But it's also very important to be aware of those risks as well. And we need to make sure that AI is developed in a way that's ethical and responsible. And we believe that. The, the public needs to be educated about the potential benefits and the risks so that we all can be part of the solution. You know, we, we, we I mean, we, we both think that AI has a very bright future and it's got great potential to make the world a better place, but it also has the potential to, you know, get out of hand and be for something evil, yeah. but stay tuned Make sure you're liking, following, subscribing, sharing, commenting, engaging in any way you can. I mean, kind of like the old, uh, I don't know if you have PBS over there, but for us over here across the pond in the States, it's viewers like you that really make this podcast possible. So just stay tuned and we'll be covering a menagerie of topics. And I think next week we're going to be covering and deep diving into the battle of the models. And with that, Newton... I think we should yeah. end it right there, bud. We should go grab some coffee, right? Oh, yeah. And wake up properly. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you next week then. All right. Cheers. Cheers. AI Nexus.